everyone. My name is Chidera Rose Camille Aneke. I'm a member of the Internews Health Journalism Network based in, I'm based in Nigeria. I'm a broadcast journalist. And today I have the pleasure of speaking to Paula Orlando, a former journalist and current senior program officer of gender and knowledge at Internews. Paula serves as a focal point for Internews gender programming. And we all know that March 8th is forthcoming. March 8th is International Women's Day. And as we gear up for this important day in our newsrooms, I'm speaking with Paula to find out a bit more about Reflex Realities, a digital resource and toolkit for newsroom journalists and business professionals to increase women as sources in the news media. It's great to be here with you, Paula. Thank you so much, Dara, for having me. This is such a pleasure. So I'll start by telling you a little bit of what Reflect Reality is and what it does. So it's a framework that has been developed by Internews with a number of partners in the industry. So it was a really collaborative effort. And the idea was to provide practical tools for journalists to be able to better source women expertise in the news. It comes from the, the, the research that shows us in back then when we started developing in 2019, only 19% of the, the expert sources in the news were women, which means that 81% of the views, the knowledge that we consider key to making decisions, to guiding conversations, to policy making, was coming from men. Right now, research shows that there has been some improvement on that, but it's still we are at 24%. So at all this time, we are hearing from from men in really key issues and that establishes priorities, the solutions that guide and the information that guides people to make decisions. So we wanted to provide specific tools for journalists to be able to expand that sourcing. And, but before they are able to do that, they need to understand that this is a problem. So Reflect Reality starts with providing a very foundational understanding of why this is a problem and then provides the, a tool for measurement. Because if you ask any journalist, they'll tell you, oh no, I cover women, I speak to women as sources. But once they get down to the paper and they start counting that, they realize that there's a huge disparity in, in men and women interviewed. So we try to address that with very practical sources, understanding that some of the problems also come from the supply side of information. So women experts might also be sometimes uncomfortable or unwilling to be part of an interview because they fear backlash, because we know that they are much more involved in caring for families. So time is an issue. That's an interesting thing that you do over there at Reflect uh, Reality. And interested in finding out some, some of the shocking, you know, things about the status of women's representation in the news. Absolutely. So there's this really important and large research effort that happens every five years. It's called the Global Media Monitoring Project. And it, they have ran, the, the last edition was in 2020, but they do every five years over the last 20 years. So, or 25, starting in 1995. And what they have identified that in general, women are 25, 24% uh, of the people we read about, see or hear from television, on television, radio, and newspapers. And that means not only as expert sources, but in general, as subjects, as uh, other types of sources. That's shocking in and of itself because right. we are half of the population, but there's only quarter of the population reflected in the news. In general, other research has pointed out too that women are essentially, the perspectives of women are missing in every aspect of content production and as audiences as well. 
So this is a, a, a really potential for journalists as well to tap into women audiences by reflecting their views better. People develop more trust if they see themselves, if they see their priorities, their issues reflected in news. And so all around, news is a, seems to be a male-dominated issue in, in every aspect we look at it. Yeah. It's interesting that you said at the beginning that if you have a conversation with journalists, they'll tell you, oh, I interview women. I speak with women. And by the time you go check one after the other, you'd realize that you can count the number of women that they've interviewed as sources. Now, this question is about the importance of actually paying attention to gender imbalance in reporting. Why is it important for journalists to do that? So there are many, many, many reasons and I, I started getting to it in the previous answer, which is the business perspective, right? So if you if you reflect better the, the communities that you're serving, that you're reporting on and for, you are going to tap into uh, an audience that's right now underserved. So that is obviously, we, we hope that would also create revenue growth. And it, it has been in some cases, some examples that we have. I think the other one is that it's just good journalism. You need a diversity of perspectives. You need to reflect society as in its integrity and it creates more breadth and depth of perspectives it can generate new angles new stories that have not been told so it's a huge source of creativity as well and i think the bigger point for me is that it's just essential for society to have reflection of what it is the priorities the concerns women need to be represented to be respected to be represented as respected members of society who have knowledge to share who can guide solutions. And I think that would allow men and women, I mean, girls and boys to grow up in a world where the gender stereotypes are being broken and challenged. Now, I remember having a conversation with um, a senior colleague that was in 2019, and we're talking about having women as experts on a political program. And uh, he said, oh, I mean, men come all the time. Men are able to talk about these issues, you know. Why do I need to have women when I'm not necessarily talking about issues that concern women? So why do I need to have women as subject matter experts in the studio when it's not an issue that affects them specifically? What difference does it make to have women as subject matter experts in, in our reporting? That's an interesting answer that you got there because gender <laughs> concerns everyone, not just women. People tend to equate gender and women as if it was the same thing, but gender affects everybody's lives, including the expectations that we have for men, for boys, what their role in life is. Not only, you know, it's, it's not just about women, it's about society overall. But it matters because we experience, the, the personal experiences we have in life and where we sit, the responsibilities we have, the roles that we have, this all reflects in our knowledge and reflects in the solutions that we come up with. So men and women will, by nature of our different roles in society, have different perspectives and different solutions and different needs. So it's, it's a very interesting case. I was reading the other day a study talking about after the hurricane sand in the U.S., they interviewed men and women about why they didn't evacuate their homes. And men said, well, it was my home and I wanted to stay. And women said, well, I didn't have enough information where I could go where the shelters were, I have children to care for, I couldn't just be out there and, you know, not knowing where to go. So we can see there, it's very, it's not even that subtle. It's, we have very different responsibilities and that totally impacts how the, the information helps us make decisions. 
Interesting. <laughs> I would have asked a follow-up question here, but because I'm looking at, at <laughs> the time that we have, I'm just going to go on to the next question, right? And um, this one is uh, very particular to journalists who, who cover health issues, you know. So as journalists cover several issues around health, including the pandemic, how do they ensure that the, their reporting is balanced? I think that they have to think in terms of the issues from the beginning, considering what different aspects would affect men and women differently. Just as in the previous example, what information would women need in case of a, a, a pandemic, for example? What issues are affecting women specifically and men specifically? So for example, we've seen a, an enormous rise in gender-based violence during the pandemic because women were being, during lockdowns, women were being in environments that were not safe for them. So that's different from the perspective of a man. And so when you're starting a story and a health story, think about how, and especially health, because biologically we have differences for men and women. So how particular issue concern men and women in a different way, then go for the sources you are interviewing. You speak with experts who are women, who are scientists, doctors. There's plenty of women out there who can give you a very well-informed perspective for covering health. So I would say those two things, they're, they're more, but I, I'll stop here. And I will say, just to complement my one of my previous answers, is that there are databases, there are a lot of resources out there. If time is an issue and journalists, it is an issue for journalists in general, use some of those databases of women experts. They are divided by region, by field of expertise, profession, and so on. And you can find really interesting women to talk to. Well, thank you so much, Paula, for having this conversation with me. It sheds light on the importance of ensuring that our reporting is balanced, um, especially as it concerns uh, making inviting women as you know subject matter experts to our programming, and also speaking to them as sources. Um, thank you for sharing your experience working on Reflex Realities projects. Thank you for sharing that with us. Music by Zapsplat, your choice.